This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. From Peter Zian, China is doomed if Russia loses. Transcribed from YouTube. The biggest panic, the biggest damage that we are seeing from the Ukraine war outside of Ukraine, obviously, is in China. In one move, the Russians have pulled back the blinders of what had been a 50-year strategic program, the idea that China can have a global power with American sponsorship, with American indifference, that it can take Taiwan, that it can intimidate Japan, and that it can dominate all of East Asia and yet not suffer economically at all. It was always ridiculous, but now it's been shown to be absolutely stupid. Now the question moving forward, of course, is what is the next thing the United States is going to care about? Considering how erratic our politics has been for the last 15 years, that's a tough question. It's something that every single country that trades now has to obsess about if they want to continue doing anything along the lines of what they thought they could. The one is only traded internally because it is the most manipulated currency in history. The euro confiscates bank deposits to pay for bailouts. Are there things that the Fed could do better? Of course there is. Yet compared to all the competition, I mean, there really isn't any competition. Russia was the world's second largest oil exporter, and its exports via four main routes, one to China, one to the Baltic Sea, one to the Black Sea, and then via pipe to Europe. What is going on right now because of the Ukrainian war is that the pipes that go to Europe are going to be disrupted either by the war itself or because Ukrainian partisans are targeting Russian income flows. One way or another, those pipes aren't surviving. The stuff that goes to the Black Sea is in a war zone, so insurance companies will not give indemnification that is necessary for vessels to operate in that area. The only way that a ship can go and dock overseas right now is if a country gets its sovereign indemnification and takes all the risk. Some of that is happening with the Chinese, and it might be happening with the Indians. That's a little touch and go. They're still under negotiation. You would have to build a fundamentally new infrastructure from the fields in northwest Siberia to the Chinese population centers. That's greater than the distance from Miami to Anchorage, most of which is through virgin territory that is very rugged. Zian believes that we're looking at the single largest removal of crude from the market ever. All the foreign super majors that have done the technical work for the energy sector in Russia are gone. They have a couple of major projects under construction that are probably just going to die because Russia can't make those project works by themselves. Most of the oil and gas from these were intended to go to China. We're actually looking at an environment where the Chinese see reduced flows rather than increased as Russia's melon gets scooped out of the market. Peter Zian says that Europe is a nasty place. Its history is horrific, and the world wars were just the capstone of what has been a millennium of conflict. With the American-led order, the Europeans let themselves believe. They let themselves hope that history had finally turned the page and that they finally had all that behind them. In that sort of environment, especially in the post-Cold War version of it, where the Germans had reunited, Russia was seen as the country that, in the end, needed to be incorporated into the European family so that Europe could finally be whole at peace and free. It didn't work. We're dealing with a lot of shattered dreams in Europe right now. Right alongside of the war, because a lot of the people's guiding ideology and hopes for the future, died on February 22nd of last year where the Russians moved tanks into Ukraine. One of the reasons that Zian thinks that the European response has been so vitriolic is that they're just not disappointed. They're feeling betrayed. 
that the whole idea of what could happen isn't going to happen anymore, and their mind that it's very clear who is at fault. We're still feeling the effects of that. This is going to be so much worse. Russia is the world's largest wheat exporter, and most of their wheat is exported through the port that can't be accessed right now. Russia, the world's largest wheat exporter, has invaded Ukraine, the world's fifth largest wheat exporter. The Russians made a play for Odessa before relenting and then agreeing to open the grain corridor through the Black Sea. Russia stole the grain production in their occupied territories that they control. If they are still in control of this region later this year, I think they'll have a difficult time getting farmers there to grow them another crop. After all, they would just steal that one too. The Black Sea's grain corridor was akin to shaking up a can of Coke and then popping the top. That released a lot of pressure that spewed out from grain already loaded on transport ships. That export flow will slow to a trickle as there is a lot of corn in Ukraine that is still standing unharvested in fields. Ukraine will first have to feed itself before it helps feed the world. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.